Welcome to the Impact Based Learning Podcast from Next High School. Next High School is a free public charter school in Greenville, South Carolina. We focus on project-based learning and helping students prepare for life after school by involving them in life here in school. My guest today is Sean McCollum. Hi, that's me. Sean is one of our teachers here, or as we call them at Next High School, our pros, a professional educator. But also, I know Sean, I've worked with him for a few years, and I know he's also a professional artist. And like many of us, a professional amateur, which means... He is always up for learning new things and figuring out what he doesn't know and then turning it into something he does know and doing a pretty cool job of it. Sean, you came to Next High School um, a couple years ago. Where'd you come from? And talk a little bit about PBL. My start in education would have been right as I chose to go back to grad school in Atlanta. Worked as a tutor for a little while. Um, Taught adjunct for a bit mostly studio art classes, foundation studies, figure drawing, printmaking, and then moved to the West Coast, which is where I got hooked on PBL, the acronym you introduced a little while ago for project-based learning, with a school called High Tech High. Quick bit of backstory about that. I was warned by educators growing up and had kind of swore that I would never become a teacher, at least in primary or secondary education, because of all of the um, difficulties that are associated with that. Um, But project-based learning, that model that I saw at High Tech High, one of our inspiration schools, is what fooled me into this crazy endeavor of trying to sculpt younger minds while working within the framework of state and national standards. Then I heard there's a place in my hometown trying to do the same thing with the school model and educational model I fell in love with on the West Coast. And I packed up a U-Haul a few months later and drove over here and I've been trying to help this place become what it envisioned ever since. So you mentioned that um, High Tech High uh, over in on the West Coast, that's in California, right? Yeah, San Diego specifically. So you mentioned that their model of project-based learning drew you in and intrigued you. It kind of tricked you into getting into education. That's the word I usually use, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what, exactly, um, what exactly does that mean? What is the model at High Tech High? How do they do project-based learning and, and why did that draw you in? I think the easiest way to explain that is to kind of detail what I saw. And what I saw with project-based learning with doing projects rather than um, what I'd experienced in my education. All those traditional lectures, you sit back, your repository for information, you take notes furiously and hope that you retained the information that was imparted upon you by your fearless leader, lecturer, educator, with the occasional lab sprinkled in. Uh, When I was at high-tech high, the thing that I saw in the interview process, and it was a very unusual interview process, was walking around the school and seeing small groups of students working diligently away in teams trying to solve problems rather than the instructor standing in front of them and giving them all of the facts that they would need to memorize and then regurgitate on a multiple choice test or for a quiz or to give a presentation that was basically repeating with a few caveats and additional information that they may have researched to the rest of the class. Um, The kids were all coming up with independent solutions to the same problem they would then present to each other. Um, Examples included in one of the environmental science classes, the students were trying to figure out what different ways, what different materials they could use to make paper. So I walked in, there's a wet lab, there's a bunch of plants growing all over the place. Each of the student groups have their names on their little grow boxes with whatever they're growing to make the plant fiber to then turn into paper and then do some more tests on it. Um, I saw mushroom paper, I saw corn husk paper, 
I saw legume paper, so various types of beans and clovers that are just like ground up and fused together. And then the art class down the hallway um, experimented with different inks to see how it behaved in trying to print text or images on it. And then they would report their findings in the science class about the different reactions in the materials. In the art class, they'd talk about the aesthetic values of it. So instead of just getting the information and writing it down, they figure out the information, then they get reinforcement and support, and they end up learning, learning a whole lot more because everybody found a different answer to the same problem that all led towards the point the teacher was trying to make. I'm really hoping that the final punchline to that example is that there was an edible art show. That would have been great if they were making their own inks. That's the real inedible part. Most paper you can eat, I wouldn't recommend it because it doesn't taste great, but... Fair enough. Some of the criticisms of PBL are that um, it's difficult to fit PBL into a traditional classroom setting or a traditional mm -hmm. discipline. Um, but you've just described a science classroom and an art classroom. They're still doing the science. They're still doing the art. Can you talk a little bit about how it is actually possible to take project-based learning and, and still know that you're in science class, still know that you're in English class? You're right. still doing the work that you need to do. Yeah, so there's, um, that's a common misconception um, with PBL. And I do say misconception very intentionally. Real learning happens every single day with our experiences. Um, and what the project-based learning classroom is trying to simulate isn't removing the learning. It's recontextualizing it in a way that's more engaging than a lecture. I'm sure all of our listeners, I mean, just listening to us kind of lecture about it, it'd be more interesting if they were going through the process themselves. It takes a little bit more creative thinking and work but the foundation for all project-based learning is the same standards every instructor is using to build out their worksheets, to build out the questions on their tests, to build out every assignment, every lecture. But instead of them just saying the points, memorizing, and then reviewing it, the points are implied through questions and activities where the students are figuring out the answers and then getting them reinforced. That also doesn't mean there's no traditional lecturing. Traditional instruction is valuable, it is useful, and PBL combines that with the act of making a project to not only increase the relevance of the work, but also make the learning stick. Um, there's a lot to be said for going through an experience to find an answer to a problem rather than just asking questions and being told the answer. And that's one of the greatest strengths I think project-based learning brings to the table. So a school that uses project-based learning as, as its methodology is still a high school where you get real high school credits and a yeah. real high school diploma. Yeah. That misconception, I think, is a direct result of the fact that the standards and the traditional learning that everybody was used to, um, at least when we were growing up and when these parents um, were growing up, is that the standards aren't just sitting up on the board. You're not being told verbatim, this is the thing we're covering and this is the end result. It's kind of baked in. It's like you don't see every ingredient into a delicious cake, but the sugar, the flour, whatever else is in it, depending on the cake. I'm no baker is there. So the presence of the learning doesn't have to be so surface level that everybody's completely aware of it, but by the end results and with the check for understandings and those quizzes and tests at the end, you still want to see what sunk in the traditional learnings there. Awesome. We are going to do a deeper dive into um, the additional components of project-based learning, 
what are what's that first sort of engagement event at the beginning of a project? How do you craft good projects? What does it look like for a student to do that work? We'll go into more details. Today's episode is, is more an overview, but maybe we could close out with one question about how is or is project-based learning different at Next High School and what is the unique spin that Next High School might give to a PBL model? Yeah, so project-based learning, um, we're still following the core mindset of that, but Next is a little different. The core is that instructor plans a series of activities or results in which the students engage with the content standards and then create some sort of tangible result at the end. There's like a wheel of different parts that you can follow to make sure that you're executing that well. The two that Next really focuses on and really kind of draws out or turns up to 11, as I've liked to say, are student interest. So giving more voice and choice into what kind of answers, what kind of products or project deliverables. That's the stuff at the end of the project they turn in to be graded, the students can make. So they have a little bit more options. So giving a wider bank of choices of what's going to be turned in. And um, the authentic audience. We have baked in public exhibitions, um, offsite uh, work shows, and direct connections to community partners and businesses that we're making the work for. So we're trying to make the work even more real. And those are the two things that are already a part of classic project-based learning. But Next High School's I3 model focuses on specifically and intentionally. And really, that's that last one you mentioned, the authentic audience and the real-world connection. That's the reason why uh, one of the terms you, you will hear us use is the name of this podcast, right? Impact-based learning. Sometimes it's more helpful uh, simply to go with project-based learning because that's a term that's out there in education. People people understand it a little better, but like Sean said, we are turning the volume up to 11 on the real-world exhibition and creating an impact with your project now. One of my favorite ways or shorthands to describe that is we're not assigning projects where students create a trifold board, get a grade, and then throw it away in the dumpster, but rather they're doing something that has some kind of a real impact on themselves, their family, their community, their school, or the broader world around them. And that's why we started a school here five years ago in 2015. And uh, we're so glad to have uh, Sean McCollum along for the ride. And we're glad that you tuned in. This has been another episode of Impact Based Learning at Next High School. Please check out nexthighschool.org if you have any more questions about our school or our model. We are enrolling for the 2020-21 school year now. But if you're a rising 9th through 12th grader here in South Carolina, please check it out. We are currently running tours, but we'd always love to chat and for you to learn more. Thanks. I was told there'd be snacks. Can I have my snacks now?